Welcome to It's a Good Life podcast, where it's all about helping entrepreneurs think, feel, and do better. Here's your host, Brian Buffini. Top of the morning to you. Welcome to It's a Good Life. I'm your host, Brian Buffini. And I have a special episode today entitled The Entrepreneur's Dilemma. Like many episodes lately, this one's inspired by an interaction I had with an entrepreneur. Kind of give you a little context. I recently had the people on my podcast team and three of the people who work for the It's a Good Life show actually live in Ireland. So they flew into town. We got the rest of the team together. We had meetings here for days, really laying out the plan and putting together our game plan for the next uh, year and what we're trying to get accomplished. And so we've had uh, a lot of meetings, late hours. And then, of course, we had the lads in from out of town. So we're taking them to dinner most nights. You know, they're in sunny San Diego getting out of the cold Irish winter. I'm a member of the golf club around the corner here called La Costa. And it has a real nice little restaurant. So we have a meal there. We finish up about 10.30 at night. And it's been a long day. So as is my want in life, they have a little coffee shop there. And I went in for a cup of tea. So there's nobody around. It's a 24-hour little market. I'm talking to one of the folks I know behind the counter, getting a cup of tea. And from behind, I hear the words, I just sometimes don't want to hear. Are you Brian Buffini? (laughs) My head kind of drops and I go, I know what's coming. So I turn around and, uh, and again, don't get me wrong. I love helping people. I have tremendous energy for it. But sometimes after a long day, I just want to go home to bed and uh, not be Charlie uh, Helper all the time. But anyway, this uh, fella introduces himself to me. He's holding a cocktail. He tells me he's been to a couple of our events. I'm a big fan, yada, yada, yada. And then he says to me, hey, can I talk to you for a second? So get me a cup of tea. We step outside. He says, look, you know, I really want to take my business to the next level. You know, that's a phrase that I've heard a hundred times, thousand times. And I said to him, uh, okay, (laughs) what does that mean? Because people will say these things like, They're walking around with this question as an entrepreneur. I want to get to the next level. I want to get to the next level with no concrete idea what the heck that even means. So I'm like, okay, what does it mean? And he says, well, I'm doing pretty well. I'm in the mortgage business. Actually, I'm getting coaching from a mortgage specialist company. You know, there's people in that program who are doing three times the business I'm doing. I'm doing really well, but I want to get to the next level. You know, right off the bat, I'm like, "Mm, it's never great to hear someone's goal is in comparison to somebody else. Right. So that's kind of like a little, not an alarm bell, but it's like uh, you might need to change the oil kind of light on your dashboard. So I go, well, why do you want to do it? Why do you want to get to the next level? Why do you want to triple your business? And you can, you know, it's amazing. Look, we all, this is why we all need other people in our lives and other help and coaches. Because you can tell he, he never even asked himself the question. Again, he said, well, you know, these other people are doing it so I can do it. I go, okay. I said to him, what, what are you doing it for? What do you need the money for? You want to triple your income? And he says, uh, well, I want to do it for my family. Okay. So I said, well, what, what will you do with the money for your family? Then he starts. So I'm, I'm searching, right? I'm asking him questions. And he finally tells me his family wants more time with him. Uh, he's actually at La Costa for a weekend away with his wife and kid. They aren't seeing eye to eye. She's complaining he's not around much. And he's at his kids' games. And he says he's there, but he's really not there. You know, he's there physically, but he's not there mentally. And he can feel this distance growing. I thought, wow, isn't, isn't that just so common? This is the entrepreneur's dilemma. Because on one hand, he's driven and ambitious, which I respect. He wants to achieve more, even make more money. I respect that. 
But on the other hand, he's driving further away from what he's working for, which in this case is family. And this is why we talk about it's a good life. This is why we talk about five circles, spiritual, family, business, financial, personal. As I was telling my team with the podcast, you know, I'm not an expert on each one of those areas in life. What I'm an expert is that I'm a small business owner that built a big business. I'm an entrepreneur at heart. I've owned over 47 businesses I've owned. And I know what it means to be an entrepreneur while still keeping the balance, keeping my marriage together, keeping my family together, you know, working on the finances, those kinds of things. That's what my expertise is. And that's why this show exists, to be honest with you. The last question I asked this gentleman was, uh, why more money for the family? What, what was that going to do for him? And then he finally said, well, you know, my wife spends a lot. And I said, well, do you spend a lot too? Well, yeah, when she's spending a lot, I'm spending a lot. And he wants to give his wife everything, you know, so he's, so now I want to do everything for my kid. And I said, you want to do everything for your kid, but spend time with him. So I go, look, I'm not going to solve your problem sitting outside a coffee table. 10.30 at night outside of a restaurant. I said, so here's what's going on. First of all, you might be getting coached on your productivity, but you have not experienced real coaching. I mean, not the way Buffini Company coaches people. Because we're going to coach somebody in a way that first and foremost, we're going to have somebody working towards their values, not away from their values. Working towards basic fundamentals, like having a budget, having an alignment of values, having a set of goals, all the daily, weekly action steps to achieve those goals, both in your business life than in your personal life. And so I told him, you know, there's an old verse that says, what does it profit a man to gain the whole world and lose his own soul? Now, I might sound like the biggest socialist in the world talking to you. Look, I am a driven guy. Immigrant, came here with nothing, and I'm a driver. I've always been a driver. But along the way, I had to learn how, okay, how do I drive and not lose the things I'm driving for, right? What does it profit a man to gain the whole world and lose his own soul? What, what does it profit this guy to triple his business and lose his marriage and lose his relationship with his kids? What, what's he working for? I had nothing but empathy for the guy. And I know I'm kind of giving you the short, direct version here. But this is kind of what I was put on earth to do. And this is what I built a company to do. And this is why I have hundreds of people working with me at Buffini Company. It's all we do all day long. And so if you are an entrepreneur that's in the middle of the dilemma, where you're striving to be as successful as you can and have a good business, but you also want to have a good personal life. You want to make as much money as you can, but still have a good spiritual life. You want to be active in your business, but still be healthy. I'm going to share with you a few tips. And uh, maybe this is for you, or maybe you know someone who owns a small business who's struggling with the same balance. And just so you know, every entrepreneur ever struggles with this forever. That's why we all need a bit of help. We all need a bit of coaching. We all need someone to give us a good word here and there and just ask us those basic questions. Why are you doing what you're doing? So I have three tips that I gave to him that night. I also took his business card, handed him over to our coaching staff who called him the next day. And from what I understand, it was just a week ago, but I think he's already starting to see the light a little bit. So uh, he's about to get the real deal instead of the counterfeit deal. So here's the tips I gave to him that night that I'll give to you only give you a little more in depth. First, you need to get on the same page. You need to get on the same page with yourself, with your own values, but if you have a partner, a spouse, you need to get on the same page. The second thing is you've got to have a plan. And then the third thing is you've got to own your own business. And you say, well, I, I'm an independent contractor or I'm a sole proprietor or I, I have an LLC. I do own my own business. You know, most people are owned by their business. And I know what that feeling is like as well. And the reason I can be of such help to people is I have experience in all these things. 
I know when I've done too much. I know when I've been out of balance. I know when, oh, too much work, not enough play, too much work, not enough family, too much earnings, not enough budgeting. I've done it all. And I've uh, been at it a long time, 35 years I've been an entrepreneur and uh, learned a few things along the way. So here's about getting on the same page. And I tell people sometimes in a marriage I've seen with a business owner or you have a couple of people in the business together or one person's in a business, another one has a job. And sometimes they feel so far apart. I said, well, let's, let's get in the same book to start with and then see if we can get into the same chapter and then onto the same page. So the very first thing about getting on the same page is something I call our vision. So if you're going through life with somebody and you're having these challenges between your work life and home life, it has to become our vision. You know, the difference between a dreamer and a visionary is a dreamer has his eyes closed and a visionary has his eyes open. And that's not Brian Buffini, that was Martin Luther King Jr. But I believe that. And you want to have your eyes open. It starts out with, what do I want? What do we want? If you're a person of faith, what does God want? Those are three great questions. What do I want? What do I want? Because you'll find it's very easy every single day to put your head down and work like a little mole, digging in the ground, digging in the ground, digging in the ground. And then you pop up out of somebody's yard and you have no idea whose yard and how you got there. And day by day by day goes by. Have you ever noticed? I was like, it's March already? Oh my gosh, it's June already? You know, I had the experience this last week. My little baby girls, my twin girls, the last of our six kids, they turned 20. And I've got now 30 to 20. Like, when did that happen? Well, that can happen in business. That can happen in life because we just got our head down working. You have to keep asking yourself, what do I want? And it even evolves into what do I want now? You know, my bride and I are at a different stage in our life. So what we want now is different than what we wanted 10 years ago. It just is. And you can work towards the old vision, but you have to change. You have to alter your trajectory all the time. John Maxwell said, a dream is an inspiring picture of the future that energizes your mind, will, and emotions, empowering you to do everything you can to achieve it. That's one of the reasons we're talking about. We want you to feel better. We want you to think better. And we want you to do better. That's what this podcast is about. And then Eleanor Roosevelt's got a very famous quote, the future belongs to those who believe in the beauty of their dreams. You see, this shouldn't be a grind. Like, what do I want? Imagine, you know, there's people who live in parts of the world where they can't even say those words. What do I want? But for most of us, we're living in an environment where we get to, like, what do I want? What do we want? Even what does God want? Some people aren't allowed to ask that question. And so you get to write it down. And it's, what do I want now? And it's okay. It's okay if stuff you wanted in the past was goofy. It's okay if you've outgrown some of your appetites and desires. That's okay. It's life. What do you want now? So it starts with the vision. Once you get the vision, then what supports the vision is our goals. And so this guy I was talking to, if he does this exercise with his wife, which I think he will because his coach is going to get him to do it, they're going to get a vision. Then it's going to be what our goals are. You know, our goals. And we've done lots of shows and lots of podcasts. I've had 3 million people in live seminars write goals with me over the last 26 years because it's crucial. Goal setting changed my life and it changes my life every year. Now, what I set goals about today is very different than what I set goals about in the past. Things change. And so the vision gets down into actual goals. And a goal is a dream with a deadline by very definition. A goal is a dream with a deadline. So many of our dreams at first seem impossible. Then they seem improbable. 
And then when we summon the will, they soon become inevitable. Jim Rohn, my mentor, said, is the set of the sail, not the direction of the wind, that determines which way we will go. So the vision is, hey, we're going to put a man on the moon, bring him safely to earth by the end of the decade. Here's our vision. Here's our vision of a happy marriage. Here's my vision of uh, a great business. Then it gets down to, okay, what are the goals to go and support that? Great anonymous quotes is a dream written down with a date becomes a goal. A goal broken down into steps become a plan, and a plan backed by your actions makes your dreams come true. And that's it. And I'm going to get into that because that's where I'm going to talk about next is a plan. You know, people think, oh, I got to go get an MBA from Harvard. Why? Because everything is overly complicated. Everything is theorized to the nth degree. And so people, oh, I have to go get an MBA. That's what they've said. I need a business plan. I think I need to go get an MBA. Well, was, I don't know who told you that. A business plan is very, very simple thing. Okay? And it's, it's a set of goals. It's a budget and a set of action steps tied to a calendar. That's it. I just gave you the outline for a business plan. So it's a set of goals. Here's what we're trying to achieve. You have a, a budget to do it. You have a set of action steps, and then they're tied to a calendar. That is a business plan. And you don't need to get an MBA to do it. Anyone listening to this can do those four things. You can scribble it out. It starts with a vision, then it becomes a goal, and then the goal turns into a plan. And the plan is, and we're going to break it down, okay? We've got to figure out what we're trying to do, when we're trying to do it, how we're trying to do it. What's that going to cost? And how long is it going to take? And that's the plan. And away you go. Like I mentioned at the start of this episode, I had my whole podcast team together here. And we have 10 people in the room, three of them in from Ireland, all kinds of different walks of life. And in a couple of days, you know, we put together the plan for the next year to take this podcast to a whole new audience, to reach more people, to impact more folks and how we're going to do it. It's simple enough, simple enough. And then once you have the plan, everything gets clearer. Everything gets more focused. Uh, you stop wasting energy, and bang, decisions are made. Decisions are easy because the values are clear, the direction is clear. Uh, David Allen, who has been a guest at our event, wrote the, he's the getting things done guy. He says you can do anything but not everything. Great little tip. I mean, there's real wisdom in that. Johnny Giles, one of the all-time great Irish soccer player, played for Leeds United, played for Ireland. He said great teams always have a plan B. The plan B is to stick to plan A. <laughs> Build a plan, stick with it. Build a plan, stick with it. And then, then you adjust, but build a plan, stick with it. See how it goes. See how you're doing. Adjust after a period of time. Make it uncomfortable to hang with the plan, to stick with the plan, to fight through, to give it the time it needs, to be patient with the plan, and see where you are at the end of a year or two years or three years, depending on how long your plan is. Ben Franklin said, failing to prepare, you are preparing to fail. So we need a vision, we need goals, and we need a plan. That man I met, Lacosta that day, his vision was, I want to be as successful as these other guys. So he wants someone else's success. His goals, uh, I just need to make more money because we're spending so much money, I need to keep up with the expenditures. And the plan, there was no plan. And that's very typical. And that's a very common dilemma. So the reason I shared that man's story with all of you today is maybe you can see a little bit of yourself in that, maybe what you're struggling with. And so as we talk about the challenge of where he was at, it's a very common situation that there's some aspect of that in your business or life, where you've got this tug of war between your business and your personal life. And so again, what did I talk about today? Getting on the same page. We talked about our vision, our goals, our plan. Now, join me on Thursday because I'm going to give you the solution and I'm going to get right into 
exactly how to build the plan. I'm going to talk about a budget and action steps and the measurables. And then I'm going to talk about how to actually own your business. So join me on Thursday. I can't wait to share this with you so that we can get you on the same page, get you to have a plan and ultimately own your business. And Because owning a small business, there's just nothing like it. So I'll tune in to me uh, Thursday. I look forward to seeing you. We'll catch up then. May the road rise up to meet you. And may the wind always be at your back. May the rain fall soft upon your fields and the sun shine warm upon your face. And until we meet again, may God hold you in the hollow of his hand. See you next time.